0: Okay, so I'm at work and I'm working third shift, and I'm thinking about a lot of stuff. Today's um topic is called "The Man in the Red Shoes." So there's a um accusation. What well, was an accusation? It's a video of a man um, walking a lady outside of a bar, and um, she was definitely incapacitated, and he took her out back and raped her. And two guys who worked there. You know, let him through, watched him do his thing, and then carried on like nothing happened. And, you know, he has distinct red shoes on, which is very, um, an important part of the case. But, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And one of the most dangerous parts, one of the most dangerous times was, always been dangerous, but it's more like, it's more lately that you see it, you know, with the video, video surveillance and the, 24-hour news cycle on social media um women have been abused you know pretty much the entire length of society the entire length of hu- human history and now it's just becoming more and more prevalent i say well known because we know it's been going on for years but now it's like everybody's seeing it you know and i mean i think it's important to know what's happening because um the more you see it, the more you understand how sick and evil it is. The more you can actually change other people's behaviors by, you know, acknowledging that this is not a good thing. And sometimes when you, how you doing? Sometimes when you um, see things, but if you don't actually know how it feels, what it looks like you kind of just turn a blind eye to it. I always go back to the um, R. Kelly situation where he was, um, you know, he pretty much, I mean, he had a statutory rape against Aaliyah. And everybody just kind of said, well, it was kind of weird, but nobody really did anything about it. It was just like, whatever. But then, like, years go by and all these other accusations come about, and then it turns out that he was actually you know, it's his behavior. His behavior is he's abusive to women. And, you know, it cost him his career, it cost him his life, and it also cost a lot of women their innocence, in a way. And this happens a lot, especially with um, more men than, you know, more men abuse women than the other way around. And, like, now we see all these dudes that are killing their women and, and just leaving, like, you get into a point where you're actually killing, murdering these women for whatever reason, like, and it's usually because they're probably sick of being abused, they're trying to get out of their relationship, and the man was like, you know, he wasn't doing it, he wasn't having it, and when it gets to the point where you have to kill somebody to get what you want, it's almost like, how sick can you be? I mean, how sick are we as men? How sick are we as a society that this has been going on for a long time? And it it's not getting better. It's getting worse, in my opinion. Because as much as you see it happening, it still doesn't deter other people from doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's just so weird to me because it's like, you know how can you get so angry or get so possessive over another person to where you can actually say to yourself, "I will kill this person." How can you get so frustrated sexually or so bent up sexually to where you want to just go out and rape somebody you know, and I think it's fun to it's a fun game at the time because you're the you're the powerful one you're not you're not the victim you're the powerful one and most most people who are there in power, they don't take their victims' um, feelings into consideration because power is intoxicating, and it feels great, and it feels, you know. That's why the gun culture is so prevalent in America is because having a gun makes you feel powerful, makes you feel like I can take on the world, which is why nobody's going to give up their guns because, like they said, if he got a gun, then he's the winner. Why should I get let him have a gun? Let him be the winner. You know what I'm saying, and I just think like being a human being is really 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 um as great as it is to be human it's also very confusing because you know we have a god complex, and we think that we we think we have ownership of the whole world, we think we have ownership of other people, you know, and I know like. I know I talked about the animal kingdom before, but, you know, in the animal kingdom, there's always hierarchy, and usually the strongest animals is the best, you know, they win the most, or they get the most girls, or have the most children, or they get the most, you know, territory, whatever, but, you know, as human beings, we're supposed to be above that, but we're not. We're animals in, in so many senses of the word, and it's... You know, as shocking as it is, as frustrating as it is, it's part of being human. The animal part of being human is why they created religion and God and, you know, rules to society. Because without rules, then there's just be chaos everywhere. Because the most important thing to do is protect our life. And if we can't protect our lives, then, you know, what are we going to do? So they have this thing, you know, survival of the fittest, right? So say if there were no protections against for law, like if there's no police protection for people, right? We just have to be out there shooting each other up like the Wild Wild West because, you know, if one person's out there trying to take over and you you got no protection, you got to protect yourself and your family. And that's a hard thing to think about because as much as we talk shit about the police, we still need them. As much as we talk shit about the government, we still need the government. You know, we can complain about taxes and all this other stuff all we want to. And, you know, it's, you know, there's other ways of going about to to protect to protect ourselves. But since we live in a monetary society, you know, tax money is the only way to, like, purchase protection from people that will hurt us. So... You know, I think that especially as a man, it's very dangerous to live out here just because, you know, you have a lot of stuff to worry about. You know, and one of the most, one of the most, one of the things that as a man you have to worry about is being a man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And all those urges and all those sensations that come along inside of your body and all those things that you want to do as a man, good or bad, right or wrong. You know, you have a sense of I can do it because I want to, and that can really damage hurt hurt other people. You know, and I just feel bad because like, you know, when you're younger, especially like in your twenties or in your you know late teens, twenties, maybe in your early thirties, you see stuff like that and you you just kind of like brush it off like, nah, it's no big deal. She shouldn't be out there in the bar. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I have a lot of friends who have been in situations and, you know, they've been in guys' houses and the guys are pushing themselves up on them and then they end up doing stuff to them. And it's like, you know, and and sometimes you think about the victim saying, hey, you shouldn't have been in this dude's house by yourself at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the types of things that women have to go through. They have to go through being violated by men because... A man wants has sexual urges, and you're there, and he's bigger than you, and of course he could take you if he wants to, so he just does and what can you do about it? You know so how do we change the sight how do we change male behavior when it comes to like hurting women and it's just a matter of like learning as a man how to love. Everybody, selflessly, and understand that you can't have your way all the time. Probably half of the time, most, most of the time, you won't get the way that you think you're gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's sex, whether it's love, whether it's affection, whether it's attention, whether whatever it is, in your mind is not gonna your 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 expectations will hardly ever match your reality, especially when it comes to like things that you think a woman should do for you. You know. And I think when we think about things that we think a woman should do for us and if they're not doing it, it turns us angry and it makes us into these bitter men to where a man can take a woman in the back of a alley and rape her because, you know, somebody didn't do it for him so I'm going to make you do it for me, you know what I'm saying? Or a man who has issues with love and the one woman who he loves her, she don't, you know... He don't think she loves him back, and it angers him Angers him to the point where he's like, you know, you know he gets violent, and he's going to take her out. And we have to change how we feel about love, because love isn't always about what somebody can do for us. Some, most of the time, love is about what we can do for others. And if you want a relationship with a woman, you have to realize that you have to give love in order to be in a relationship. And you can't have possession. A woman is not your possession. A woman is not something that owes you anything, you know? Nobody owes you anything. And rejection can turn us into bitter people, bitter, 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 angry people. And we have to get over the fact that people will reject us and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like our egos are so big and so bruised after a rejection that we only want to lash out at, you know, those who look like the people who reject us, in this case, women, you know? And I think it's very important for us to understand that the arrogance that we have does not... It doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to be so arrogant to where we... If I go after you and you don't return the favor, then you're the bad person. Same as a guy who um killed a lady not so long ago in Chicago, a college student, because he was, like, catcalling her, and she didn't return the favor, and then he followed up to the parking garage and killed her. Strangled her. Now, how many movies have we seen where a woman's in a parking garage and some strange man... Chased her down and killed her, and this is actually happening. You know what I'm saying? Imagine how scary that is, y'all. Imagine, like, how now that reality is actually very, very alive and well. And we as men have to do something about it because we're the ones who's out here doing that chasing women down, hurting them, hunting them, hunting them down, killing them, raping them, abusing them. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and of course, you know, it goes both ways. Like women can abuse a man emotionally as well, you know. But physical domination, for the most part, takes takes the place because a man is naturally larger than a woman, and when you're larger than a woman and you feel abused by that person, you're going to lash out. That's why men fight each other, you know? Men abuse each other all the time, and then they fight each other. So they use that same logic against women. She's abusing me, rejecting me, ignoring me. So let's fight. And I think, I think we need, really need to change how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about what we go after you know not everything's meant for us even if we want it can't have everything we want and we gotta get over that seriously cause like the violence against women is not getting better it's getting worse so hopefully like we can just keep passing messages to each other that hey man It's okay to walk away. It's okay to be rejected. It's okay for another person to tell you no. Just like it's okay for you to tell another person no. You're not going to want everybody, and not everybody's going to want you. Get over it. Move on. Get in where you fit in. So, that's it.